Hey all you sports and health nerds out there, it's Jacob here. If you are having trouble finding an exercise routine, trying to find a good diet plan, or just looking to change things up, might I suggest checking out 8minutefitness.com. There are multiple articles to click on to meet your health and exercise needs. Learn about basic exercises for beginners, read about the best green superfood, and also the best sports drinks to order at a gas station, even exercises for fishermen trying to perfect their casts, and much more. From experts to beginners, 8-Minute Fitness is for you. You're listening to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back on the podcast here in wonderful Springfield, USA. My name is Jacob, and it is just me tonight on the first episode of Season 3 of the podcast. Matt is driving home from an event tonight, so he couldn't make it for time constraints reasons. But we are back on the podcast. It is Wednesday night. This is the LECA Room, and we're here to talk some football season for the K-State Wildcats here on this wonderful Wednesday night. <clears throat> Just a little update for myself. Uh, we did take a longer break than we initially thought we were going to between season two, uh, episode 34, and this one. So, but apologize for that really quick, but we are here back uh, season three as promised. Um, you'll be listening to this Thursday, uh, July th- the 20th. 2023 the summer is flying by here we are in the hot hot uh, muggy portion of july um but here we are on the podcast k-state football let's jump right into it we are in the pre-preseason at this point so we're not going to talk about too much uh, leading into the new season quite yet we're going to let matt get on the podcast next week when when uh, he'll have more time and we'll both have more time to do the podcast. Um, quick shout out to Josh Hawks. Go ahead and check out his episode that was posted, I believe, on Tuesday uh, or Monday. Either way, it's it's up on Spotify or wherever you find your podcast. Now he's doing a great job over there. Our KU correspondent uh, for the Lecker Room. Um, K State football coming up a lot sooner than we think. I believe we are forty six or forty five days until September 2nd um, against SEMO. 45 days against uh, until September 2nd. The opening kickoff for the 2023 football season, which is going to be a good one for the Wildcats. Opener against Southeast Missouri. Um, should be a blowout, and it's going to be a beautiful day, hopefully. Stripe out, Ahern Fund member day, and the Bills going to be rocking First day for all the fans. If you tailgate, you can see all the renovations that's been getting done around the uh, around the new stadium. You know, they got the volleyball arena. Of course, the baseball stadium was finished a couple of years ago, um, and then the new football facility has been open for a, a couple months now, but was not open until uh, after the football season ended last year. So excited to get back to the Bill in Manhattan, Kansas. Uh, unfortunately for me, fortunately slash unfortunately, I will be. Not able to make it that weekend. Um, a friend decided, hey, I'm going to be selfish and go ahead and get married 
during football season. So, you know what? I'm going to go to his wedding because I'm a good friend. But <laughs> to the people who are getting married, um, schedule your weddings uh, in the in the early spring or, uh, or summer. Um, now, I'm just – obviously, I'm just messing around. Um, getting married is probably more important than, than football. I think I think God uh, cares a little bit more about getting married than football, but I also I also think uh, He does care a little bit about football season because you know He makes these beautiful helps create these beautiful stadiums and the beautiful sunsets that do go over them. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. K State versus SEMO week one, uh, the FCS opponent coming into town. I don't know much about them, um, and then week two versus Troy. This will be um, from what happened against uh, Tulane last year. I don't think it's going to happen again, um, but Troy is a decent football team. I, I think I'm more worried about them um, than the next game against Missouri, but I think the boys will be ready. A lot of returning players that did play in that two-lane game last year, and so uh, we'll, we'll dive more into the game-by-game -game, um, schedule as the season approaches in Matt's on the podcast. Week three at Missouri and Columbia. About a three-hour drive for me from Springfield, so I think I'll be at that game as well. And then the Big 12 play opens up with the newcomer UCF, and I think I think they are the best team out of all the newcomers. Um, and, and a rematch from the 2011 game that was in Manhattan um, when the Lightning was going over the stadium um, and a big rain delay. And I think K State won. I think ugh, it had to been 13 to 10 or something or 17 to 10. It was a low score and a fair. Um, I, from what I remember, uh, they they definitely are the best team uh, of the newcomers. Um, projected eighth overall in the conference from the media votes. Um, still not still not the highest out of you know not like a TCU or a Texas Tech going into the season, but they're going to go into Big Twelve play firing you know new new schedule, new teams that they get to play. Um, so that, that day is Celebrate Ag and All-Star Marching Band Day at the Bill. And then we head down to Oklahoma State on a Friday, 6.30 kickoff, October 6th in Stillwater. Um, I'm thinking about going to this game. I'm not quite sure yet. Um, in, the, in the past, I, I tend to go to this game. This is usually the away game I go to. But um, Oklahoma State, I don't know what to think about them quite yet. Um, I did watch highlights of that game last year today. Um, and while I was at work, and I just I just forget how much of a beatdown that was. Uh, just even even toward the end of the game, the, our second stringers came in and absolutely dominated their second stringers. And it seemed it I, I don't know much about the transfer portal, but it seemed like Oklahoma State did not hit that very hard. Um, so this is this is one that, but that, but then again, K State does struggle down in Stillwater. I don't think I think we've won one game down in Stillwater since like 2011 or something, or maybe two, um, and it was that 2017 shellacking um, with Byron Pringle and 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 uh, Skylar Thompson. Um, I can't think of another time that we that we won down in Stillwater. I think 2013 was a loss, 2015 and 2019. So hopefully we can finally. Uh, get a win down there. I know Chris Kleiman is wanting to get his first win down in Stillwater. Um, at Texas Tech, after that, October 14th, um, you know, Texas Tech is going to be a lot better this year. Um, but it's, I think Bosco Boys said it briefly on his podcast. We have a, we have a sneaky, sneaky uh, streak against Texas Tech so far. 
I I, I want to say it's seven in a row. I, I guess I could pull it up real quick. Um, yeah, it's 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 uh one two three four five six seven dating back to 2016 was the first one a, a win against Patrick Mahomes, and then if you go even further. Uh, 2014, 2013, 2012, and 2011. That's all wins for the Cats. The lone loss in that stretch is 2015. So K-State really owns Texas Tech in, in, so far uh, in the last 10 years and, and has a 14-9 to uh, lead over them in the history of the series. And then we move on down the list. Uh, we head back to Manhattan for Harley Day versus TCU. And I think a lot of people on Twitter are starting to think that this is going to be the new rivalry uh, for K-State now that, you know, OU and Texas. I mean, I don't want to say K-State had a rivalry between those two teams, but um, as far as the new Big 12 is concerned, I think that's going to be something that we we grow to, you know, get fired up about in the future um, as far as K-State versus TCU. And we, we seem to play them all the time in big games, you know, every year in the Big 12 uh, basketball tournament. Um, and then, of course, the football games are always tough. And then uh, TCU coming off a national championship loss, um, just representing the Big 12 in in the big in the national championship on the big stage is just huge. And K-State very well could have beat them twice last year. Um, but, but they beat them when it mattered the most in the Big 12 championship game out of the two matchups. So um, that, that'll be a fun game going forward, and it's in Manhattan this year. I think that's going to be the game that just gets absolutely crazy. Um, sellout, ticket prices are going through the roof, uh, big tailgate. This, Depending on how the two teams do leading up to that game will probably determ- uh, determine whether uh, college game day will come to Manhattan for the first time since, I think, 98 versus Nebraska. So... Hopefully both teams are doing really well at that point, and then we can just have a rocking atmosphere and maybe just put the hurt to them like we did to Oklahoma State last year. You know, people forget Oklahoma State was six and one, and they were ranked top ten uh, when that game happened when Oklahoma State came to Manhattan. So maybe we can do something similar to TCU this coming year. And then um, after TCU, uh, Houston comes to town for homecoming varsity K Club weekend in Manhattan, the second newcomer. Um, that will play in, in the last one, the last uh, newcomer that K-State will play. Both of them at home this year. Um, Houston, I don't know what to think about them. They got Dana Holgerson as their coach. If you've been a longtime listener, I've always talked about how I don't like Dana Holgerson. I think he's a head case. Um, I think the players don't care to play for him when it's a tight game or when it's a big game because he just gets so mad. and ex- I, I, I just don't, I don't like his demeanor on the sideline. He's just a... He's just a grumpy person, and I don't think he enjoys coming back to the Big 12 either because, quite honestly, if you look at his time in the Big 12 at West Virginia, he did not have a lot of success um, like people might give him credit for. Um, So that's Houston coming to Manhattan, and then we get down the final four games um, at Texas, um, probably the last time we ever play in Austin, and uh, Texas has kind of gone on a run. Uh, kind of like the opposite of K-State versus Texas Tech, where where K-State's on the wrong end of the stick uh, for this one. Um, Texas has won, I think, every year since 2017. So, And, and K-State's had their opportunity to beat them multiple times, especially last year. Uh, last year, K-State was kind of on a high when they played Texas and um, did not play their best game at home. 
um, especially uh, in that first half. Now they, they made a run at it, but Texas picked to win the Big 12 this year, so it'll be a tough game on the road. Uh, but, you know, Texas is Texas. They're going to lose a couple games that they shouldn't lose, and it just never makes sense to me because they have all the resources in the world to be a good football team, and they year after year constantly fail to meet expectations. So um, they, I think it's the first time they've been ranked number one in the preseason polls, but uh, they've always been top three or four, um, and they never really go any higher than that in in reality. So that'll be a big game. Thinking about going to that game, but we'll see um, how that works out. And then the next weekend, Fort Riley Day versus Baylor. Uh, Baylor had an okay year year last year uh, following their Big 12 championship appearance, but you know their their coach Dave Aranda is is a solid football coach, and you you never know what you're going to get it with Baylor. They could either show up and give you a good run for your money, you know the Back in the day, they used to have those high-powered offenses that would just score and score and score. Or they have the complete opposite where you kind of can just knock them in the mouth early and call it a day, which that's kind of how it ended it last year. And then the Sunflower Showdown this year in Lawrence, Kansas, November 18th. And uh, I think this is going to be one of the most hyped matchups between K-State and KU in a long time. I think last year kind of met the hype. That, that we kind of expected, especially with the start that KU had. But in my opinion, as a K-State fan, and at a kind, of, kind, of, kind of unbiasedly, um, we'll see where they're at after their first five games because their schedule is harder this year. Um, Illinois and an, I think Nevada's mixed in there. So th- they're not playing any pushovers um, as far as non-conference goes. So if they're anywhere between 4-1 and one and 5-0 and oh again to start this season – then, then I I would I wouldn't hop on their back bandwagon, but it's it's that year for KU that they kind of have to prove it. So we'll see how they are come that game. That's week, uh, I guess that would be game eleven for K State, and it's in Lawrence. So we'll see we'll see how how that turns out come November, and then Senior Day versus Iowa State, uh, Farmageddon. K-State barely won that game last year, played as about as bad as you can with, and still win a football game. So we're very fortunate to win that game up in Ames. Uh, let's get a win against Iowa State. We Last time we beat them in, in Manhattan was 2019. 2021, they, they really uh, ran the ball very, very well with Brees Hall and uh, Brock Purdy. They just destroyed our defense. So always fun to beat Iowa State. Um, Farmageddon, one of the best rivalries in the Big 12, I think. I don't think there's anything um, that tops it uh, with OU and, and Texas leaving um, as far as football goes. So that's the K-State schedule for the 2023 football season. Let's go over to the preseason rankings, the media rankings. Um, my mouse will work. So, case uh, Texas preseason ranked number one, 886 total votes, 41 first place votes. Um, you know, Texas got the got the money, got the resources, they got their coach, and they got a returning quarterback. Let's see if they can live up to the hype this year and uh, and and potentially make it to Arlington and win the Big 12. Um, we'll see how that works out. But you know, I'm just looking at history. They're gonna lose a game or two where they shouldn't lose. And they're they're gonna miss out on Arlington once again. 
Uh, Kansas State, uh, go listen to Bosco Boys. He mentioned that this is one of the first times that K-State's actually received first-place votes. Um, and so they're at number two. Oklahoma at number three. This one doesn't make sense to me. Um, granted, I don't, I don't know much about transfer po- the portal or who who they really signed, but they they just came off a season where they had the worst year in in like two decades, and they won six games, um, and they're still getting third third place in the preseason polls. I don't understand that. I don't. I, maybe it's just the brand of Oklahoma of why they're that high. Maybe back, I would put them down six or seven to start the season, um, not three. Number four, Texas Tech. They're a dark horse to win the Big 12 this year, more more than likely. Joey McGuire's got that team right where right where they want to be. Uh, TCU slipped down to number five. They'll be good again this year. They're bringing back their quarterback that did start last year and got benched um, for Duggan or got hurt. I think he got hurt. Um, but they, they did lose Duggan. They lost their big receiver, Johnson. And so we'll see if they are – if they are a repeat player in the big 12 championship game, Baylor at six, um, that's probably right where they need to be. Oklahoma state at seven. I'm actually kind of surprised that they aren't lower, but we'll, they actually have one first place vote too, which is interesting. Um, UCF at eight. I think that's perfect for them. Uh, I don't, I don't see them, you know, first year in the big 12. Uh, they had an okay year last year. I want to say, um, KU at nine. This one surprised me a little bit. I thought they would come in eight or seven just because of all the hype in the offseason. They will have a good offense this year. Uh, I think one of the, there's there's two things that are outstanding for me for KU, whether their quarterback Jalen Daniels um, stays healthy all year, and he's if he stays healthy, they're going to be a very good football team. But and and then their defense is probably one of the weakest in the in the Big Twelve. So uh, I, I I just Maybe nine is perfect for them. I don't. I don't know. Ten Iowa State. I almost think that's too high. Iowa State is gonna be worse. I mean, they're they had their small window to then win the Big Twelve, and they they didn't go through it. Um, and I don't think Matt Campbell's a good coach. I just don't. Um, eleven BYU. That's probably about right. Twelve Houston. Uh, yeah, sure. And then 13, Cincinnati, and then 14, West Virginia. So West Virginia being at 14 is kind of hilarious because that Neil Brown is still their coach. Um, I think Neil Brown will probably be fired by the by if not the end of the year, if not sooner. Um, they're going to be very bad this year. Um, and K State doesn't get to play them, which is kind of a bummer. So. There's your Big 12 preseason media rankings. We'll dive into each team and the football schedule for K-State on a later podcast. And I think that's all we're going to touch on tonight. Uh, Just wanted to say thanks, everybody, for hanging in with us in the offseason. We're finally back on the podcast. Matt will be on here next week. We'll do some of our segments. We'll play some games, um, go over some lists, make some lists, uh, talk about other sports even. and yeah, and then announcement again. Well, first of all, again, go check out Josh Hawks. Um, I know a lot of people that listen to this are K State fans, but uh, he he gives good, pretty good perspective as far as a KU fan, and even perspective about the rest of the Big Twelve and the rest of the NCAA. And and talking about the rest of the NCAA, we're also considering um, making another podcast that will be posted on on, on different nights. 
that won't be K-State or KU specific. We're just going to talk about the potentially just the conference or the NCAA football as a whole, and then potentially move that into college basketball as well. And, and maybe just be a more of a general sports podcast, considering that this podcast is kind of just a K-State podcast. It used to be, you know, baseball, uh, NFL and everything. And maybe we'll continue to do that. We, it, we'll see, but uh, go to Twitter. There's a poll up right now at the locker room of potential podcast titles um, and, and comment or vote in whatever the poll is. And we have, we have some uh, titles already in the works and we'll see, we'll see what we do with that. And that'll be in the next coming weeks. So uh, I think that's all we got on the podcast tonight. I hope everybody has a great Thursday and a great weekend. So we'll see you later. This has been the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you.